Then, with a small sigh, he immediately went back to retrieve it, because he knew that sloppy housekeeping was one of Anna's major irritations in life. Apparently, he was being house-trained. Strange how the prospect didn't bother him as much as he might have imagined. Anna! He made another pit stop into the minuscule galley kitchen, which looked like a stall in a Turkish bazaar. Colourful copper pots hung from hooks on the ceiling, and green plants flourished on the window ledges. Ornamental bric-a-brac serving plates adorned the antique shelves on the only wall not fitted with kitchen units, and the scent of some kind of roasted meat filled the air. He nabbed an apple in the meantime, and continued his search to the first floor. He found her in the smallest bedroom, which he had converted into a well-equipped study. Top-of-the-range technology met old-world charm in her little sanctuary, and he thought, as he often did, about whether he would ever be able to entice her away from her hobbit hall into his more spacious penthouse apartment on Newcastle's bustling quayside. He paused in the doorway and tried to picture her there, with all her books and the trinkets she seemed to like to collect from her travels. Somehow it didn't fit. Sensing him, she spun around in her desk chair and smiled. "'You've had a long day?' she said simply, scrutinizing his tired face. He couldn't have explained why the acknowledgement moved him. It was there in her eyes—warmth, compassion, and an understanding that he needed his work, as she needed hers. Yeah, things got uh, complicated. He leaned his tall frame awkwardly against the architrave, and Anna smiled. The house was much too small for him. Watching him stalk around it was like watching a large panther scaling the perimeter of its cage. Yet his home had no character. On the occasion she had visited the large airy apartment in a prime spot overlooking the River Tyne, she had admired it in much the same way she would view an expensive show home— very nice, but not for her. Besides, the place held unhappy memories. She wondered how he could ever stand to be in the apartment where his sister had died. Her ghost was everywhere. She wondered what they were going to do about it, but filed the thought away for now. Hungry? Well, depends what's on offer, he quipped favouring her with one of those show-stopping smiles he reserved only for her. "'Roast beef, for starters,' she replied primly, saving her work with a brief click of buttons before rising to meet his kiss. Slow, melting, but with just a thread of discord. "'Something on your mind?' He tugged playfully at the long tail of dark hair she'd bundled at the back of her head, and rubbed a small speck of blue biro from the tip of her ear. Lord knew how it got there. <laughs> you read me like a book, don't you? he murmured. She just smiled. Dinner, he said, taking her hand. I need to spend thirty minutes being normal, and then we can talk about murder. They worked their way through roast beef and a half a bottle of fairly decent Malbec. Ryan took an extra few minutes to clear their plates and set the dishwasher humming before he joined her in the sitting room. Nina Simone was turned down low on the stereo, and he found that for once there was some music they could agree on. He settled beside her on the sofa and took her hand, rubbing his thumb across the softness of her palm. A body was found inside Hadrian's wall, he began. 
As he had anticipated, she could barely contain her excitement. She turned to him with shining brown eyes. Inside the wall. I was under the impression they had scanned it years ago. It was strictly forbidden in Roman times to bury the dead around built-up areas. But if you found a body, perhaps I'm wrong. Her brow furrowed. No. He squeezed her fingers. I don't mean that we found the body of an old Roman soldier in there. The remains are female and roughly ten years old. Oh? Yes, quite. He blew out a breath. She was only twenty-one when she died. And she died badly. I'm sorry, Anna said quietly. Do you know who she was? Yes. Her name was Amy Llewellyn.